0: Oh, look at that. Look at it. Look at it! Dude, that fucking intro was fucking pressed. Anyway, (laughs) what's up, everybody? Episode 101 here of the Pucknologist 101, the freeway that you never want to go on. on, you can help it. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy birthday to Finn. Hello, Sharks Pup, at Sharks Pup on Twitter. And yesterday, happy 30th birthday to the San Jose Sharks. Yes, that is when it all began, a scooch about 30 years ago. So, (laughs) uh, you know, with us tonight on the Pucknologist, of course, one Rocket backhander.
1: Good evening, everyone. How are we doing?
0: And uh, Hockey Jerk, do you have $10 I can borrow? (laughs) Well, if there's one thing about the 101 freeway that I
2: don't like is that it's some maniac is going to throw road flares at you.
0: <laughs> oh, but that's only if he's pulled over, only if he's in a Toyota 4Runner, and only if his front tires are ripped to shit.
2: That's the and only the par- reason. Ant, well, Auntie had to have bought out 7-Eleven of all their Slim Jims. That's
0: true. That's true. Oh
1: my gosh! What and about he- the Mountain Dew, though?
0: Nope, there was no Mountain Dew. Although there well, was a there full- could have been. there was a <laughs> there was a cooler in the back seat that could have. Yeah. Been. <laughs> that, was, that was filled with gas. Anyway. Bottle of Jim So, what up, everybody? Uh, so, we're week 33, I guess, into the NHL. I'm not even sure. Week 9, I guess, of lockdown. If you watch Brody, it's like 58 days of lockdown. Either way. Uh, once again, happy Mother's Day. Happy first birthday, Finn. Happy 30th to the shark. What is new rocket with you? Uh, anything interesting that happened to you in the last two weeks?
1: Um, No, I'm just kicking it in New Jersey. It's been very cold. Been staying at the house growing plants.
0: <sighs> See, I don't buy you as a Jersey girl. Your hair is just not big enough right now.
1: No, it's not, but I'm indoors, and I also live in a, in a pretty Mediterranean neighborhood, uh, so there's a lot of head coverings and stuff, and so I blend right in.
0: All right. I will say, just based on the camera and everything, the way you look, you definitely have that jersey tan, I'm just going to say. Uh, but you know,
1: it's, it's gym tan laundry, and, and the gym is closed, so I got to double up on something,
0: so doubled up on the tan. Jerkman, what up?
2: Uh... Not a whole lot um, you know I've e- evidently there's a pretty deep library of um, full NHL games from past seasons that I've kind of been picking through a little bit uh, there's also some World Cup games on there some world junior old world Juniors games on there so you know kind of nice to have that familiar uh, background noise going again if you will um, but other than that, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's been great. We are let me do some quick counting here. We are uh Let's see. It has been uh 7 14 21 28 35 42 49 uh 50 51 52 53 days since I last was at work.
1: Those so. are my measurements. All of those <laughs> are <my measurements. laughs>
2: So, we uh you know, we're trying to find things to do, you know, we're Decorating the apartment a little bit, going out on some walks. You know, we're we're, we're
0: making things happen. You know, put some jerseys on the wall yet?
2: Uh, well, we're not there yet. Um, but let me let you know the closet. Uh, I'm running out of hangers, so
0: right now the the wall might be step two. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, do us a favor. In case you miss anything, you know you can catch it on any of your favorite podcast catcher platforms always on YouTube, always on TealTownUSA.com. Remember to follow us on our social media. Subscribe at YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Hit us up on Reddit. And if you have the the mysterious URL, join us for Police Chase Fridays on Discord. I'm just saying. Sometimes (laughs) it bleeds over into other days of the week, as it did last night. But, hey, it's all good. So let's start off with, boom, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, John Scott, fourth line perennial, go- I'm sorry, uh NHL all-star MVP, John Scott, a couple of, geez, maybe almost a month ago now at this point, tweeted out that he said that, hey, May 15th, shit's going to happen. And then June 1st, people are going to start skating. And there was a couple people that we reached out to about that. And they said, ha, ha, ha. And the hockey guy on YouTube, uh, lots of followers. He's a good follow. Uh, He said, you know, dude knows people. And based on some of the other news that he's looked at, kind of backs him up. So if you don't know what we're saying, John said, hey, just got word NHL camps will begin June 1st european european players are coming back soon um from everything that i'm seeing between pierre lebron and everything uh john scott might have this one like right in the bag so you know jerk have you seen anything to dissuade you from this um yeah the can you pull up that tweet again please Uh, absolutely that's what i'm here for dude it's just to produce your show so the one of the one
2: of the things that does dissuade me is uh the name next to the blue check mark um because (laughs) because while while john scott is a great story a great dude he doesn't work for the nhl but he
0: knows people
2: right but we've seen in the past that when certain information gets dropped before the NHL would like it to be dropped, uh, the NHL tends to slide in and try and do some cleanup and like, ah, oh, yes, this this thing we were gonna announce it, we just we got a little sidetracked, and uh, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, honestly, I, you know, I I did hear something saying that um, NHL owners and GMs were going to be given a one month kind of notice um, before the NHL draft. All right. And as of the recording of, of today's podcast, May 10th, 2020, that one month notice has not been given yet. So while the draft is separate from the season, clearly, you know, there's been talks of keeping the draft the same amount of time after the conclusion of the season, just depending on when the season concludes. There's talking about the draft being done for some reason before the season is even over. So, you know, you can't really have one without the other kind of thing. I, I mean, if John Scott ends up being right, then full marks to him and I'll walk everything I just said back, but he's not the first or 10th person I would go for two for this kind of information. <laughs> Dude, if he's right about this, how many followers is he going to pick up? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe enough to get
0: him a new microphone for an hey podcast dude, the cl- oh. <laughs> clout, is gonna, clout is going to be chasing him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, yeah, that's Dirkonomics 101.
0: That's all I'm saying. Yes, it is. Yes, it okay. is. So, it, you know, it all remains to be seen. But hey, if, we, if things start June 1 and we start to see a lot of movement, hey, oh, okay. If we start to see a lot of movement, like if they maybe announce something either the thirty first or June second, like give or take a day, jerk, will you give him a cookie? Oh, absolutely! No, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm enough of an adult to
2: uh, admit that uh, admit when I am wrong in pointing out that somebody else is wrong. I'm enough of an adult (laughs) to do that. Um, So yeah, if, if Mr. Scott. Proves to be right, and and June one uh, is the first day of training camp. Then hit the record button, and we'll
0: get going. Oh, dude! But Vince G, he hasn't hit Mike Commodore levels of insider, but he's off to a good start. No, yeah, yeah. no. I mean, nobody can <laughs> nobody can step up to to Commie's level. So, oh, dude! Hashtag you pack know. your shit. All I'm saying, right? So, uh, in other sharks news. They have started themselves a fund. (laughs) Shark Sports and Entertainment have put together a COVID-19 relief fund. This is basically going to help all of their part-time staff. Uh, I I mean, I kind of feel like Boston Bruins franchise might want to take a look at this and go, nah, not doing it. But anyway. If you're interested, I just, I, it's just so screwed up, but SJ slash COVID 19 relief. If you want to help out, I guess, what are we talking about? Like the blue coats and a lot of the people that, you know, that scan your tickets, all those types of peeps, uh, you know, look the, the it's, it, it, you know, there, there's a lot of people that make the game experience what mm-hmm. it is. So, kudos to the Sharks for putting that together. Public donations will be accepted. It started on April 27th. They'll go through July 25th. To make a donation, again, sjsharks.com slash COVID-19 relief. I I think that's cool. I think it's something that, you know, if fans want to get involved and help, you know, throw down a couple... Dollars to the people that help make the game experience what it is, uh, but, you know. I think it's a good thing for the sharks. I mean, what, I mean, I know Rocket just wants a coffee cart, but
1: is it too much to ask?
0: <laughs> I mean, so with that, what what do you think Boston's doing in response, jerk? Like taking away parking for the VIPs? What what's going on? <laughs> uh, we'll see. I I
2: think I don't know because. This is what I think is happening because obviously we've seen a lot of a lot of different places, restaurants, uh, you know, retail stores, venues, all the like. You know, they've all started enhancing their security me- or security measures. Jesus, uh, <laughs> <they're>, uh, <laughs> hey now, <laughs> their um, you know, their 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 cleaning procedures, right? Sure. But I I've actually heard I've heard through the grapevine I've heard that the Boston Bruins are actually uh. They are um, they are decreasing their cleaning measures because their owner doesn't want to pay uh, their employees an extra hour of work. Uh, so they will only they will only be sanitizing uh, once a month. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God forbid, right? Um, no, I, I. You know what? I think this is really good because thank thankfully. We all support a team that hasn't done this, right? But there are a lot of teams out there who have said, well, I know that the games were postponed seven weeks ago, but they're still postponed, so you could still potentially work and make your money. While the Sharks, you know, along with, I want to say, the Ducks, and I think there's one more team off the top of my head, I can't remember, maybe the Avalanche, who, like, day one, they're like, nope, you know they they make our game day experience happen. We we gotta we have to pick up their slack. And and I know I don't remember where I read it. Some article I believe it was Jonathan Becker or one of his you know peeps. But they basically said that you know this can go into June and we're not gonna start stop helping our people. So got to Really, this. yeah. I was gonna say it, it makes me feel good to be a fan and be and support a team who is gonna stick up for the people who help them out. I mean you think about it like we we've all been to Sharks games where we sit next to
0: a crappy person, right? <laughs> and and how dare you talk about Rocket that way, but go ahead.
2: No, and uh and you know <laughs> I was about to
1: say sometimes you are that crappy fan. I'm like that's immediately where my mind went.
0: <laughs> well and, and and but you know and yeah. like well like, yeah, at least they could, you know call themselves out by wearing a scarf. But go ahead. Right, but I like you know you have you know the
2: blue coats are there to ensure that you know you you have a good time, you know, this building security keeps everything locked up and you know, keeps everything safe. you know, you have the information desk. you have the people who s- sell you food, who sell you a jersey, who clean this toilet so that you can use it, you know what I yeah, mean? Right. like, Damn right. Like it's so e- you know it's so easy to go to a game and you think oh man you know I'm just gonna sit and watch this game and it's gonna be great and I and we take for granted
0: what the
2: off ice staff does
0: for us. Well, yeah, but see, you one of the things that you mentioned there, I think that's like an Aramark thing, not a Sharks thing. But when you talk about like you know the guys that. The, do the janitorial work and everything like that. No, that's shark sports and entertainment. And I mean, the, those guys are doing yeoman's work right there. Let me let you know. I appreciate yeah, the, it.
1: The ladies in the, in the ladies room are always like on it. Cause there's usually water everywhere. Oh so yeah. They're really good about like, you know, making sure that all of us keep our heads in one pieces and don't slip and fall. So,
2: Oh yeah. Homie, you know, homie, homie bro. Who's in the bathroom. You know, I like, AJ knows what I'm talking about. You get you get enough you know you get enough adult sodas or or regular sodas and you you're gonna have you're gonna have to hit the urinal a couple times during the game, and <laughs> homie bro he's always squeegeeing that counter. You know you don't. I, yep. I'll tell you this. I I've definitely slipped in an SAP center bathroom before. Uh, thankfully I caught myself because I have cat like reflexes. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does actually. I, All right.
2: Wait. But chief and home girl with the squeegees <laughs> and the towels, <laughs> they make sure that no, like a rocket saying, they make sure it's safe. They make sure it's clean. Yep. You know, like if I if I go to SAP Center and the bathroom is a disaster and my seat is a disaster and the and the information desk is a disaster, I'm gonna want to watch the game at no. home.
0: No, yeah. I feel you. That would if that situation happened. Happened magic. Yes, absolutely. I would-
1: also, I want to take a hot second here to just appreciate the bathrooms at SAP Center. <sighs> That's all.
2: No, I'm down <laughs> with it. They, they are pretty. Nice. They're they are pretty so nice.
1: big. Holy crap!
2: Especially to the club. The club bathrooms are really nice. Yeah, yes.
1: but there's just so many of them. I have not been in a venue that has had so many bathrooms, and I think what's cool about them is like you know, there's. You go in and there's just row and row and row and row. And then there's actually another room that they have closed off until there's a high volume, and then you open it and holy shit, it's more toilets. There you go. I want I want that. I would just want like an extra room full of toilets that I don't use until, you know, I have a lot of guests over and like, Oh, by the way, here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I'm down with it. So again, SJSharks.com slash COVID-19 relief, you know, help those people out because they definitely help fans out for the game experience and, uh, you know, jerk was talking about adult beverages. I'm just saying when they're there and they're making them, it just changed my life. I'm just (laughs) saying. So with that, uh, moving on. HBO, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's get into this for a hot second. I w- I was actually bummed that we're doing this every two weeks because I wanted to talk about this last week. But holy shit. Okay, HBO ran an episode of what? what, what what's Cat's name? Bryant Gumble, something Gumble, Greg Gumble, Bryant Gumble, whatever. It doesn't sure. even matter. Gumble the Gumble. Yeah, Gumble yeah, Gumble. <laughs> Gummo machine? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> HBO ran an episode <laughs> of Real Sports and the potential impact that sporting events may have had on spreading COVID-19. Uh, funnily enough, in this 20-minute segment, there was zero mention of, like, concerts, because there was a lot of those. Uh, now, granted, it's called Real Sports, so I guess you don't want to mention that. Uh, But no other gatherings were mentioned whatsoever that weren't canceled or that were. Now, full disclosure as I get up on my soapbox for this HBO Real Sports BS. Oh, boy. They actually reached out to me to interview me. I was, you know, I was (laughs) given a phone call from an HBO Real Sports producer. And I'm not going to lie, dude asked me he's like you know so did you go any of, those, any of those last three games you know on March 5th or 7th or 8th and I'm like yeah and he's like do you know anybody who ended up contracting the virus uh, you know it's like you've got this podcast and all of these things you know do you know anybody and I'm like nah bro like everybody's fine everybody's healthy we're all good and producer boy came off bummed as shit Like, he was upset that I didn't have a story to tell him. And it's like, I don't know of any fan who contracted the virus. What do you expect? Do you want me to lie? I don't don't know. But either way, if you watch the 20-minute piece, based on the interview that I went through and based on the piece, this really came off like a huge hit job. And the thing that really set it off for me is the fact that Nowhere during the piece, beginning, middle, or end, did they say, well, we reached out to the Sharks organization, or, well, we reached out to the NHL to comment on this, and they th- there was none of that. There was nothing from the opposite position. It was just, here's a couple doctors that work in Berkeley, and we kind of know their background, and they're just really upset. Bottom line is man did that shit come off as a hit piece. But then again, yeah, I, uh, well, I was going to say but then again, Rocket has actually gone through it. But when you contracted yeah. it, you you had nothing to do with going to a goddamn game. No.
1: I I'm pretty sure I I got it like I said either uh, in Las Vegas or at the airport.
0: Or from Jerk if you were in Vegas probably.
1: Uh, you know what? Who? I'm actually like I was, I was thinking about this the other day. In retrospect, I'm glad I didn't meet up with him because I probably would have gotten him sick too.
2: So appreciate, appreciate yeah. you. Hey man, just
1: looking out for you. You're trying
2: to you're just trying to be a good teammate.
1: Yeah, but I didn't get the cough. I did get like a low grade fever, and I got a lot of like inflammation and my heart. Wouldn't stop pounding for a couple of days. It was bad.
0: And it's clearly so, giving you an amazing skin tan. Yeah, this glow. I am so. I'm tired of.
1: This is what happens when you've you've got to stay home and you can't get your friends to come over and give you a spray tan. You got to do it yourself.
0: You know what's really worse is that the fact that we're like paired together in the shot and it's like you look have just have this gorgeous color I'm meanwhile I look like Casper. <laughs> I look like fucking mm-hmm. Casper right now. Jesus You're guys. the
1: same color as the posters behind you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John John on the super chat. Two bucks. Thank you so much for the donation. AJ Rocket Jerk. Hope you all are doing good. The thumbs up, thank you so much for that. Again, you want to support the show? Help us out. We so much appreciate that. Use the super chat option, and you can donate. Help us keep things rolling. Appreciate that. That's we are so trying. Awesome.
2: We are trying. Our goal for tonight is ten dollars. We are.
0: Yep. We are. We are. We are on our way there. That's, uh, that's all I'm feeling.
2: I gotta say, we got it. We got a packed show, so I don't want to take up too much time. But I will just say this: this little HBO alleged whatever thing. Uh, I didn't watch it. Because I don't want to give these fools the satisfaction that another set of eyebells saw their crappy product. But to your point, AJ, nobody mentioned you know, in this thing it was very much, like you said, framed as a hit piece against the sharks. You know, not once were the Warriors mentioned. No, no, no. They, no,
0: they the Warriors were mentioned a lot,
2: as were the earthquakes. Okay, Mob Blunder, Mob yeah. Blunder. I've heard some people say that they did not get as much blame as the Sharks have. But still, the point saying – and the point we've been making all along, all along, if the Sharks were to say, well, you know, Santa Clara County says we can't have a game, so we're not going to have a game. The NHL is going to say, uh, OK, then in the standings it's going to be a loss. You know, the yeah. Sharks don't get to decide to just – postpone a game they have to agree with the other team to do that and the NHL has to be consulted it's a whole thing but like you said it you know it, it seemed very much like they were just they were looking for you know they they were looking for anything that would reflect negatively on the whole situation you know and, and like absolutely it's not but I mean it's not just like even if you know even if when, when did the Santa Clara County recommendation to not have large events when that was was that march 2nd no no no
0: it was literally march 5th it was a few hours before the game against minnesota
2: i'll tell you this i would bet money that even if the sharks heated that reference and didn't have any games i bet you san jose is still a hot zone for covid
0: like i'm sorry but (laughs) you got people coming back from ces from vegas
2: Well, and that's what I'm saying. All three of us live or have lived in the San Jose area.
0: There's more to life in San Jose than sports. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, Alden uh, (laughs) telling me that I look like powder. Dude, that's a fucked up thing to say, but a fantastic movie reference. I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) And like a tiger, like a tiger wants to know, rocket, did you lose any sense of smell or taste when you had your COVID issues?
1: No, I did not lose my sense of smell or taste. Then, are but you then sure again, that I did. You had COVID? I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Like it was, uh, I, I, like I, my heart wouldn't stop racing, and like I went to sleep and Were you I woke staring up staring at from, that
0: photo of Brendan Dillon. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was completely it. No, like it just, I, I didn't feel very. I felt off. I had felt off for a couple of days. Just weird. I felt weird, and uh, yeah, I had to call into work that night. All right. Pretty sure if I tried, pretty sure if I tried to go to work, I'd have died of a heart attack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the next topic. Uh, oh my gosh, this is something that I have just—it's like fanatics, dude. Like, take a number at this point. Uh, the athletic, <laughs> actually not the athletic. Following the athletics lead from April 1st, when they did a whole rating of like hockey announced crews and ranking. Awful Announcing ran a survey for Best Announcing Crew. Now, the Sharks finished 10th and tops in the Pacific for the Athletic. All of a sudden, they finished 6th and 2nd in the division for Awful Announcing. Uh, does any of this matter? Because it's all subjective. Mm, uh, no. Yeah. That's what I figure.
1: I also think they, they put these things out and they do it to do? Well, no, but they do it with the they're like, you know what this these rankings don't actually matter. let's let's tweak them around so people start talking about it because you know let's shake them up a little bit because we're well, all bored, you know so they yeah. they do this on purpose just to to get people talking.
2: Well, and let me ask you this are you more likely to vocalize your opinion on something if you like it or dislike it? Dislike look at Yelp exactly yeah like and i i i try when i have good service or a good experience i try to share that but at the same time we as people kind of expect things to be good so when it is good it's like oh business as usual but when things are bad then it's like well this is reprehensible and we go into a whole thing about it
0: you know yeah like a tiger yep let's rank the down goes brown ranking rankings
1: I have brought this up to you before, AJ, a couple of times.
2: I'm just saying. Top, I top said. 30 teams the Sharks should
0: trade Eric Carlson to. You won't believe
1: number seven.
0: Oh, my God. Now, Vince asking, were they polling subscribers or reporters? Does it really matter? But no. Th- well, hold on. Dude, uh, awful announcing. They don't have subscribers. Or reporters, as far as I know. It's just, you know, they threw it out into the ether and said, here you go. So it's basically one of those things where it's like, okay, well, whatever fan base we reach the most of, here you go, whatever. Again, I just go back to the fact where it's like, this is retarded subjective BS that is lazy like this. We're just trying to kill time during the downturn. Fine, whatever. Whatever. You know, at least that's one of the things that I can respect about Kurz is that if you've looked at the article, artic- <laughs> the articles Kevin Kurz has put out since everything shut really down good. two months ago, that it it really hasn't been clickbait. But Jesus Christ, the amount of sports clickbait that has happened. Looking at you, NBCs, Bay Area, Ugh. California. Yeesh. Well, and I'll Yikes. say this. Even
2: the, you know, even the pieces that Kevin has put out, you know, whether it's like a what if piece or an alternate history piece or something like that, even those pieces that he's put out have been interesting to read. You know, it's not like what would happen, you know, what would happen if the sun didn't come up on January 1st, 2000? It's not bullshit like that. Like, it's actually <laughs> stuff that's interesting to read. You know what I mean? Shit, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Christ. Christ. All right. Just randomly, wondering. this is the world we live in. I'm telling you. All right, let's mm-hmm. move on to the next topic, which is there have been, and I guess this is COVID. In response to COVID, I'm actually I shouldn't say that. I don't actually know, but we have seen updated Google development plans announced, and we all know that there will be, in some way, shape, or form, an impact to SAP Center after Google starts doing their thing. And based on what was emailed out from the Sharks, I'm not thrilled. And so I will throw up the bullet points that piss me off. Uh, you know, the the presentation that they produced, it's increased San Jose Sharks sports and entertainment's concerns in relation to the city's commitment to the sustainability of SAP Center, including reduction of the street capacity surrounding the arena, including a potential closure of the northbound 87 exit to Santa Clara Street. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And w- the thing that's not put into that first bullet point is the fact that they sit there and go, oh well, that's just one freeway, you know, and it's an 87 <laughs> is such a small freeway, and it's like, bitch, 28 or 28 280. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. 280 ah. funnels into that. So it's more than just 87. And so you're going to take this critical access and you're going to say, ah, fuck it, pushing to Julian and make him come in the back way, I guess. But if you do that, uh, there's been a scotch of talk about lots B and C, which would be the lots that you would park in if you came in off Julian that that area could be sold off to Google. So that is some shit that you all need to like think about for a hot second. Second bullet point, disproportionate emphasis on pedestrians, bicycles, and mass transit in the downtown core. Thank you, Mayor Sam Liccardo. Uh That's all he cares about. And that would severely limit the ability of downtown employees and transit riders intending to reach Deardown Station and SAP Center all those people trying to arrive or depart the area by automobile. Some of us enjoy cars. We like them. We like to use them. Either way, the fact of the matter, last bullet point, continued absence of a comprehensive plan to address the substantial parking needed for the expansion of Deirdre station, the addition of BART, and people coming to events at SAP Center. I mean, dear God. That's the thing that drives me nuts about all this shit is that Licardo and this whole group is saying, well, downtown needs to be far more pedestrian friendly and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we need more people to come visit downtown. If you want people to come visit downtown, how the fuck do you expect them to get there if there's nowhere for them to put their fucking car? Not everybody is going to use mass transit to get there. Rocket.
1: No, they're going to have to. Like, they're what they're going to do is they're going to have to go park over at uh, the football stadium in Santa Clara, and then they're <laughs> all going to have to get off,
2: <laughs>
1: and then just take Bart in. From there. Oh, Jesus. They're or have to take a get bus. a lime or a bird or something. Yeah,
0: they're going to have to take a light rail to this area, then grab a bird to yes. get to the BART. And then... The exactly. Bubble, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this and, is... And, and, Go ahead.
2: And there's nothing that says... Uh, you know, nothing in the concerns that are voiced or the point that you brought up, AJ, of how do you want people, how do you expect people to want to come to downtown San Jose when they can't get here? There's then, nothing then you, for then you, you to your, do. You're, you're, you're this nice little, you know, you're maybe you're this nice little German family who's coming to San Jose and you want to walk around downtown and take pictures and, all, and maybe ride a scooter and all this stuff. And then some maniac, you know comes up behind you and tries to steal your wallet because downtown San Jose is just flat out not safe
1: I'm a maniac
2: mm. I'll tell you this I've, I've worked and lived and meandered about downtown San Jose for your most of life my, most of my adult life anyway mm-hmm. I AJ knows what I'm talking about. There's some shit
0: going on there. There's some sketch. Yeah,
1: no. Especially like the closer you get to the campus, like it definitely gets more CD down that way.
0: No, it's I just look, I understand that you want to expand and build and, and make things nicer, or whatever. And look, if you want to gentrify the shit out of downtown, fine, whatever. Fact of the matter is Downtown San Jose and those surrounding parts—it's not Manhattan, no matter how much Sam Licardo wishes it was. It's not man fuckinghattan, and people still need vehicles. There is still a contingent of people that love their four wheels. They love to be able to go into the garage and hop in their, you know, in their hoopty and let that take them to where they need to go. And Mm -hmm. they don't want to be on somebody else's schedule, whether it's VTA or County Transit or you know name your public transit device here. Some people, like myself, like to be on their own schedule. Want to drive? I only. I'm telling you right now, I probably live maybe on a on an average day. I could leave right now. If I left this house right now, I said, "Okay, guys, have a great show." and I'm going to leave, I would log in back into this podcast within somewhere between 13 and 15 minutes, and you would see SAP behind me, because that's how quickly I can get there if I drive my own vehicle. If I tried to take mass transit... Oh, it's two hours. Well, I wouldn't say two hours. Definitely 40 minutes. Definitely twice the amount of time it would take me to get there. Now, granted maybe I don't live in the season ticket holder or the, you know, the, the option that they're looking for. Maybe they're thinking more peninsula, but even that you, there's Caltrain. Okay. That's an option. It's just like, if you're going to take away all of these things, uh, you know, don't be surprised if the sharks have a problem and perhaps file a lawsuit or something because they expect, a decent amount of parking. And one of the things that was mentioned in our interview with John Totora a few months ago that never seems to get mentioned in any of the current articles about this development is the fact that the Sharks control lots B and C, which is that whole concrete parking lot that's attached to the back end of SAP Center. They control that. And while Google can, like, throw out Blueprint and mock-up after mock-up taking over that area, the Sharks don't, they're still required to sign off on that. And if they don't, F you, Google. I'm just saying, you know, it's like, you call yourself the Alphabet Company, there's two letters for you, F and U.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: I'm just saying. But go check out our interview with John Totoro from a couple months ago. On our YouTube, on our SoundCloud, all of our podcasts. Totora gets into that. So, anyway. To piggyback on that as well, because of COVID-19, the expansion of Sharks Ice has been delayed. That is something that Jonathan Becker brought up in our interview with him from a couple weeks ago. If you're interested in knowing anything about that, go pick that up. Uh, I mean, there has been some talks about opening up some... Sort of, you know, areas that people can start skating. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, but the thing that I've kind of been excited to talk about, just to scout because Jerk is a Philly full. San Jose Sharks have signed KHL goalie, Alexi. Melnichek? Am I saying that correctly, Jerk? Uh, Sure. Enough? Um, enough? Yeah, close enough. There you go. 30. Okay, hold on. Let me throw this out for everybody watching. Last season, 1.68 goals against average, 930 save percentage. Not too fucking bad, but dude was playing in the K, not the N.
2: Well, y- yes. Okay, and I and I will say this. There's potentially a fire I may have to put out, so if I stop talking, that's why. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> signs to
0: two-year a- two deal for 925K.
2: Which, I, that's, I mean, that's stand that's a standard entry-level stuff, so I'm not really upset about it at all. But here's the thing. To your point, AJ, yes, playing in the KHL. However, and Vince G., I'm glad you're here. You'll have my back on this. The KHL is a goal-scorer's league. So if you have good goalie stats in a goal-scorer's league, chances are you're a good goalie. And we've seen a farm of uh, goalies come out of the KHL um, you know, the last little while, obviously, with the island, you've got Ilya Sorokin, you've got Georgiev and Shisterkin, uh in New York, you've got Samsonov in Washington. The KHL's been a farm for goalies lately, and even if Melnicek ends up being, you know, somewhere between, uh, I don't know, Ed Belfour and Antti Niemi, it's still an asset that they got for free, right? And at best case scenario, you're hoping he... Uh, you know you're hoping he can maybe be an NHL backup or even an NHL starter I mean he played for Ska in the KHL last year and Ska is one of the 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 good teams in the KHL I would argue they're the team in the KHL but you know the the record of eight five and one uh, I would like to see him maybe get more games in but again the goaltending bar- uh, situation with the Barracuda obviously it's been a little bit in flux obviously with between guys not playing as well as they should have and, you know, potentially certain guys leaving. I think, honestly, if it were me,
0: I mean... Well, let me ask you this. How does I, this affect I, things with Kornosh, Sachenko, Iman, and who's the guy that I'm missing? I know there's a fourth one in there.
2: Uh, Shortridge? Yeah. I, I you know, it's it's hard to say because I think it all depends, like... I don't know Shortridge. I mean, he you know he got loaned out to the ECHL this season and had good stats, but you want to see him do that with the Barracuda. Obviously, I think uh, Mike Robinson is staying at college, so that's not an issue there. Um, but thing is, too, Imond he's he just finished his fourth season of uh, of major junior, and he's going to be twenty. Uh, on June twentieth, so he's going to be eligible eligible for okay. pro hockey um, next season, whenever it starts. Um, I would say smart money is on Yosef Karanash becoming the Sharks' backup next year. No, and then and then you just have. You remember the season he had last year, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He's still the the most seasoned guy, All you right. know, of that mm-hmm. bunch, and. Uh you have no, to remember well, me, too I'll that s- bear, the barracuda team in front of him was not exactly great either.
0: No, it wasn't it wasn't great, but do you the think fire, the fire the fire started, send it to Rocket. <laughs> oh
1: no. god Oh Jesus
0: Christ. But no, because this is the thing I wanted to say in, in in like throw this out. Does Cornash get the bump? Because if he does, does that just make Dell expendable? Like, because there's a lot of talk where it's like, well, if Dell doesn't take a haircut, do you go? You know, do you stay with him or do you go for somebody else? And one of the things that I talked about before, Kevin Kurz wrote about it, but hey, cookie for me. Uh, you have Thomas Grice, who is an option at 34 years old. Somebody you could potentially. It's not like Doug Wilson doesn't have a history of bringing back former players. Mm-hmm. I'm saying but I mean Rocket do Cornish did not have a great year. He played in the AHL All-Star game the season before, mm-hmm. but last year not great. Now it seemed like anybody who played in San Jose last season, not a great season, but does Doug Wilson go out and find, you know, a a veteran versus going after an unproven Cornish?
1: I, that's a good question. I think he could, I mean, either one could be just as bad of a mistake. So I think it's, if which you go 50-50, I think you probably just want to pick the one that's got the better contract options. True. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, especially since, uh, you know, I don't, it's like, yeah, you want to build a winning team every year, but it's pretty obvious that they're retooling. Um. So it might not be the year to to bring in a strong veteran. It might be a good year to try to try to get some new blood in there. <laughs>
0: Berg, thing. Or you could just bring back Niemi. Yeah, that's going to be hate, a hard no. I, uh,
1: no, yeah. to pass. Pass. That's, nope.
0: That's going to be a hard pass for me. Uh Sharks also signed <laughs> Frederick Frederick and a Mark to a one year seven Seven hundred thousand well, essentially eight hundred thousand K deal. Good for him, fine, whatever. I'm you know, I'm not even looking at that because we know that there's a bit of a log jam at the Barracuda. I can't imagine somebody coming in and I don't know, cutting in line, if you will. So, anyhow, we will move on to the next round, and I'm sure after Jerk puts his fire out, he will have a couple more things to say about this khl goalie but anywho we move on where were you when the internet lost their shit know Jumbo we all saw him you know when he shaved it the last time he looked 10 years younger and um, you know it, it's it, I mean we've seen how fucking fast he can grow that shit back I mean he might it, it might already be back for all that we know I mean Rock do you care
1: I you know I mean, okay. it's cute. Look, the facial hair I've heard um okay for some reason everybody in the chat says that they're stuck in a jumbo loop and they can't hear anything
0: okay oh, so well, now they oh, can't. never mind oh they're there fine. might have been okay so okay. there might when I had the jumbo thing going um, nobody could hear anything yeah that's, okay well that's unfortunately that's the software that sometimes you throw in a video and all of a sudden it turns everything up but hold on super chat eight dollars from John John can't we just hire a sumo wrestler that can block the entire goal I would totally agree with that but anyway, yeah. Uh, back to Jumbo's facial features,
1: right? Okay, so beards often are referred to as the push-up bras for men. <laughs> so i I think, I think in this case, it was not a push-up bra. It was more of like a just, a, just. It was bad. It 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 was like beige and plain with the big wide straps and like the five different buckles in the back and like you know just like and always has like the wire poking out and like it was not <laughs> it was not the right bra for that face anymore it needed to come off so i'm glad and to be honest i think that he still looks youthful and spry under there absolutely yeah so it was a good call
0: hold on let me punch it back uh, make sure that we're live hold on
1: oh we get to n-
0: there it is. There it is. Yep. I saw. I, I unchecked everything. So we're watching it live, and we're actually still in the air. But, yeah, the, my whole thing is, first off, the, the two things that I took away from this video. First off, Jumbo's daughter, insanely cute. It's just She just seems so happy that you know facial hair is gone. But, well, boy, when he makes that turn and you really get a good look at that beard gut, dear Lord. <laughs> it's not
1: a beer gut. It's just it's normal an, I, man
0: flesh. I haven't been on the ice in a while, and things, it's a
1: pasta. It's a pasta belly. You know, it's you dad go. bod.
0: Dad bod. Dad bod. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next thing. But while we're doing that, we will do a quick check in. Jerk, are you back? That'd be a hard no. All right. Yeah. So okay. the Sharks Foundation, as there's part of the the COVID-19 Relief Fund that we talked about earlier. The Sharks Foundation, now, let, I'm just going to put this, obviously I have my take, but I, let me put this to you guys, and hopefully Jerk arrives back soon. The Sharks Foundation last week, I believe on Monday, did a 24-hour auction to drive money to this cause. And they said, here's one hat from every player. And they even had some players that are no longer the team. You know, Goodrow, Marlowe. Interestingly enough, no Brendan Dillon, unfortunately. But, Mm -hmm. you know, but every other player, it's like, here, we're going to auction off these hats. Melker Carlson uh, got $100. Tim Heed's hat got $100. But like Joe Thornton's, I think, was somewhere in the high two, I want to say 280-ish somewhere. I don't think anybody went over 300, but these are, you know, ball caps. I'm assuming snapbacks, but either way, it had the SJ logo, teal hat, SJ screaming shark logo. Now, am I all about, you know, let's get some money to the COVID relief fund? Absolutely. And did I think this was cool? Sure. The problem that I kind of had with it is the Sharks Foundation auctions these autograph hats where so you can say, okay, I want this Kane autographed cap or I want this Martin Jones autographed cap? Fun fact, fun fact, Timo Meyer and Martin Jones, they did okay. Aaron Dell got higher bids than both of those. Over Jones? Okay, maybe. Over Timo? Hmm. Either way, 24 hours <laughs> they did this. I just thought that was interesting. But 24 hours they did this. And then after that, and all of them were sold, then they turned around and said, oh, by the way, mystery hats, $40. Give us 40 bucks, and we'll send you a random hat signed by somebody. Now, if you're somebody who, like, well, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of money. And, you know, it's like, ah, I'm not down to spend, like, $250 on, like, a couture hat. Like, I'd really like one, but, you know, I look at, you know, I can't. Hundred dollars will get me like Milker. I'll just do that. To find out the next day that you could have just spent forty and got somebody that you might want more than Milker. I don't know. Tough call. Tough call. Well, how would you have played that, Rock? Would you? Uh... Be, let me ask you. Would you be upset? Like if you're, you know, you're if they had a Dylan hat and you're like, you know what, it's going for two hundred. Fuck it. I'm putting down the two. I really want that. But then the next day, it's like, oh, 40 bucks, and it's a hodgepodge.
1: I don't know. I get, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know, like, if they're, it's if it's the same exact product. You know, are they auctioning off the same exact product that they're giving away in the mystery bags? Yes. All right. Um, well, I guess they didn't make as much on the auction as they thought they would, so they just had to do something with it. So, kudos on them for trying to make a buck. But I guess it was just, it was a little tone deaf in so as like the timing of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to sound like a, I don't want to be a dick about it. I really don't. I don't, for some reason that I don't have that like energy about it tonight, but <laughs> I, I mean, I see what they're, I see what they're about. I see what they're trying to accomplish and whoever thought of it, um, doesn't have a whole lot of promotional management and kind of doesn't, have the ability to look at maybe a couple of events in succession and see how maybe they might be perceived by the general public. Um, I hope that whoever has that position will learn from this instance that maybe this is an area that requires a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more education and application. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying real hard not to say that you done fucked up. I <laughs> I'm, mean, trying to, I'm trying hard not to say that, but that's basically what happened. I hope you learned because that's like people are giving you a, a shit ton of money. And yeah, it's all for charity and this, that, and the other. But if it is all for charity, then you shouldn't be doing this kind of crap. It looks desperate. Oh,
0: see, and then, and then Hot Wheels 84 comes in and says, it's about the donation, not the product. And I would tend to agree with you, but as a informed fan of the team as to how they roll stuff, this to me came off as a kind of a deal of there was you know there was five games left, five home games. There, one of those games was probably designated as a mystery hat night, and so they already had all of these hats done. And what supports that is the fact that Marlowe and Goodrow hats were involved. So, all of those things were happening. Then again, I, I, I get it that it is for it's it's about the donation and about raising the money. But it's just it just felt like it was a bad look to say. I don't know. That I just feel like there was a better way to combine that. Where it's like if you just you know if you're just hoping to God that you get to somebody that you get somebody you want, give us forty help up to 50 bucks because it's for a good cause but if you want a specific player then you have to bid on it like I think if they would have put it all together I think that would have been fine the fact that they did it they did the auction one day and then not even five seconds later they did the buy direct thing I'm just saying I would love to work for the marketing department sharks I will tell you how to do this correctly anyway speaking of marketing speaking of spending money The hockey guy, our buddy on the YouTube, said that there was a rumor that the Sharks were increasing ticket prices next season. However, a front office person shot that down. Now, he didn't name the front office person. My question to you, Rocket, is can you imagine the PR nightmare there would be if they raised ticket prices after this last season of just amazing disappointment after such high expectations?
1: I don't. I don't think so. I think that. Uh, yeah. I think any other year it would cause a massive uproar, but when you get an entire population who are just starved, literally starved for live sports, I think you might be able to to nudge Drew, a little, a couple, a little bit. Yeah. You know, and and be able to get it. People will grumble. Oh, people will grumble. <laughs> but you'll definitely. <laughs> But they they're not gonna come after you with the pitchforks and the and and the tiki torches, you know. Like the, they're gonna be like, "I hey, hate this place." But it's also, you know, like who knows if it's gonna be? Are they gonna be able to serve food and beverages? You know that kind of thing. I've so coffee it's a trade off. Coffee cart. Yeah. Coffee. God, I want a coffee cart
0: so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See this it's- this whole COVID this whole COVID thing is in response to not getting a coffee cart. <sighs>
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you got to pick Carlson somehow. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, like, do I think that it would be the right move? No, I think it would be a ridiculously tone deaf move to raise ticket prices next year. And you know what's going to happen is like they're just going to have a bunch of empty seats that are going to get flipped over on on SeatGeek or StubHub and they're going to end up losing a, a fork ton of money anyway.
0: It's going to be a tough plan. No matter what happens, it's going to be tough for every team. And in fact, with that, we'll move on to around the sporting world, scotch, if you will. Is jerk back yet? I just want to throw that out.
1: No, he's not. Nope. He's like apparently like straight up, literally putting out a fire.
0: I, evidently. All right. Well, I hope he's got a big bucket of water. Uh, so Pierre Lebron from the Athletic says the NHL hints at a December start for the 2021 season the kicker is that the league still hopes to cram in a full 82 game season even with the december start that clearly means no all-star game next weekend or next weekend next season uh no bye weeks for anybody and you would think it would also be an insanely compacted schedule uh i think a lot of three games and four nights And maybe, what, you're playing for the Stanley Cup. Maybe you start everything on Independence Day, somewhere in there. I don't know. That's an awful lot of compression. If you're talking about starting in December, and you don't even say at the beginning of December, because we all know the season starts at the beginning of October. So that's two months you got to push out. you got to try to cram in there and you sit there and go, well, there would be no all-star game, there would be no bye week. Well, how long does that really take? That takes what 10 days out of the equation?
1: Um, I don't think that you can really I don't think that you can mash it down past a particular point cuz isn't that in the CBA? Like isn't the bye week in the CBA? Like cuz the players well, need a the players just need a break to not
0: extending to not, circumstances. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't I don't think so I don't think that just because they want extenuating like, I don't think it's worth it for to risk uh, like because you're going to exponentially increase uh, the risk for major injury for you know season injuries for a lot of guys if you try to, to smash everything in like that I mean that's the whole reason why they put the bye week in it, it's just I think that it, it um, it's a pipe dream and they don't the people who talk about this kind of stuff don't realize that they're not video games. They're real people and you can only push the human body so far. And it's like, just because you want your public sports spectacle does not mean that you get to demand that these dudes just like completely shred their bodies apart. I mean, it's already a hard enough job. So I, it sounds like a fun idea, but we don't have the robots to do that yet. So I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I look. I you know, I want a full season. And the other thing too is that the sharks are insanely impacted by whatever happens. Because remember, next season is the thirtieth season for the sharks. You know that they had a, at least one new jersey to like roll out to people. You know that they've got merch you know, in the pipeline ready to go that marks the 30th anniversary. There's going to be a patch somewhere on their jersey, wherever they want to put it. There's going to be things that mark the 30th. Wow, did this put a monkey wrench into all of that. Mm -hmm. Remains to be seen, but oof, the impact of next season. I mean, we talk about this season, but the impact of next season as well. Um, We move on. Uh, just a couple more thing, quick note things of note here. I hope Jerk gets back in because I definitely wanted to get his take as well. Uh, Washington Capitals forward Brendan Leipzig has proven himself to be a complete douchebag. Uh, he has apologized for inappropriate and offensive comments that he says were made in a private conversation on Instagram but leaked last Wednesday, as a, and this is my favorite part, as a result of a hack. Bullshit. Uh, even his brother, Jeremy Leipzig, was kicked off the University of Manitoba's hockey team. Uh, okay, so this division punching bag, you know, gets, the you know, I think Washington Capitals, I want to say that's his fifth team in five years. Uh, you know, I know, a lot of people are, like, breaking down his door. The funny thing about this, though, is that the story that I heard how these comments came to be was that Brendan was at like some party and like got rip roaring rip roaring hammered and some chick grabbed got got a hold of his phone and went face ID on his face unlocked his phone looked at his Instagram or whatever and saw this group chat took screenshots sent it to herself and she was the one that leaked it I'm not saying it's fact. I'm just saying I know it's true. <laughs> but how do you, at this point, Rocket, like, how are we not at the point where athletes, when they're like 13, 14, 15, at some point at that time, they're, they are literally, you know, you somebody is coming along and saying, you know what, kid? You've had a great run, but we've looked at you. You don't have it. Like you need to go get into science or computers or something like you need to. And then there's another group of kids, 13, 14, 15. They're like, oh, my God, you are going to be a superstar. Let us tell you, job one, don't say anything on social fucking media that you wouldn't want announced to the world at large.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still it's a relatively new phenomenon, I think. Uh, I think that it probably will be something definitely from like future going forward, that it will become more in ingrained in the then the hockey culture of the youth at least. Like if you're gonna say something unpopular, for God's sake, keep it off of social media. Like even if it's just to a private group of friends, unless it's it's a shit posting meme group, then by all means blame on. But it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, there's boundaries for that kind of stuff. I and just, I think that they'll, they'll be established. It's still new territory. It really is. Cause like before at
0: this point, how long has social media existed? Like, I don't get the fact. Yeah. But like s-
1: this whole, the cancel culture hasn't, hasn't existed for very long though, And the whole like me too movement hasn't existed for all that long. So like, this is all just, you know, it's all part of the recipe.
0: But it seems like even beyond cancel culture culture and Me Too, it's this idea of people digging up shit that you've said on social media, wherever, that's been far longer than over the last couple of years. It's ramped
1: up. It's ramped up over the last couple of years. I I really will say that the frequency (sighs) and the – no, I think it has.
0: No, it's not that. It's that Rocky came in here and dropped a bomb. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, fucking Rocky. I'm telling you. Well, when you got that much <laughs> size on you, you you're going to drop a bomb or two from time to time.
1: He's, he's a girthy man, that's for sure. No, like he, uh, it's... Fuck, now all I can think about is how girthy Rocky is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I think that, that it's, it's relatively like you didn't have as much it started maybe about a year two years ago when uh, a lot of the the YouTube youtubers like got, started getting their old tweets dug up and they really started getting yep. cancelled it was like a whole string of them um and since then people have, have decided, you know, like, oh, what happens if I search this? And what happens if I search that? So, I mean, yeah, it's been going on for, you know, longer than. But over the past couple of years, I believe that it has ramped up significantly. And it just, it's going to cause people to be more responsible with their unpopular opinions. Plain and simple. You can still have your unpopular opinions and be a misogynist piece of shit. This is a free country. Precisely. Exactly. (laughs) Just keep it off of social media. Plain and simple. It's all you have to do.
0: But, but th- see, you break up some great points. Me too. All of those things. When did that start? That started like, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. Two, two years ago? Two years ago. The, these comments happened like a few months ago. So it's... So it's oh. that, that, and that's the point. It's like, if, the, if these comments had came out a decade ago, I'd be like, well, you know, he's just... And, and when you look at the comments, to be that on, to be honest... They're really not that offensive, at least not to me. You know, it's a, I think he talked a little bit of shit about somebody's girlfriend or wife or whatever he says, like, you know, you know, like maybe she could mix in a salad once in a while. Like, okay, fine. Like, it's not a nice thing to say, but I don't think it's like insanely offensive. But we are at that hyper sensitive time frame. I don't know. I just look at it, and here's the thing that really. Got me that you know, okay. You know, Pacific Division punching bag Dustin Penner tweeted this out saying privacy is dead. This is the world we want to chase people around the village with torches. He without sin cast the first stone. I don't defend what he said, but I defend the right to say it, especially in a private conversation. Y'all are fucking hypocrites to a certain extent. I agree with what Dustin Penner is saying. For what you know? First up, it's a private conversation. Secondly, you know, who's without sin? There you can go. They now great get your fucking rocks from your glass house and start hurling them out there. Again, the comments that he said, it's it's not like he you know it there there wasn't blatant racism. It wasn't blatant misogyny. It was just kind of a dude. Being a little bit of a dick, talking shit about like someone else's girl—that's
1: misogyny, AJ. Well, um, that's that's the that's the textbook definition of misogyny.
0: Oh, see, I I would have disagree on that. I that one I would disagree with. I don't think that's misogynist to just you know to just like catch a look at like the girl that some guy's dating and go. Oof. Yeah, he could do better. I don't think that's a misogynistic comment. I just think it's a no kind of it a is unless you're
1: comment. looking at him too, going, ooh, well, then again, they deserve each other.
0: All right. Okay. And and but like a saying, he could just keep those comments to himself. And yeah. I absolutely agree. He could Or have.
1: keep them off of social media. Like and See, uh,
0: there you go. That's the fucking sure. point right there. Keep them off social says. media
1: freedom of speech doesn't equal freedom of consequence and i think that that was a really good point Absolutely. because like you know you do like i said you do have the absolute right to be a douchebag and, and a misogynist and all these other things just keep it out of the freaking and on top of that delete your message history yes. <laughs> like <laughs> clean up your you know what i mean like but, just be b- clean your security up keep your your unpopular opinions off of social media work on it.
0: Rocket, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Can I be a bit of a dick from time to time? Yeah, uh, from time to time, sure. Why not? Yeah, I, I can be an asshole, yes? Yes. And you know what? Fun fact, the company that I work for is unaware of this. <laughs> because when I am at work and I'm with them, I don't act like that. I put on the mask and I say, yes, thank you very much here you go. Here is the work that you wanted me to complete. There you go. And that's it. I don't sit there and go, wow. Oh, here, fuck here, you. Yeah. Well, or I don't sit there and go, here's the work that you wanted. Mrs. Huge, awesome tits. You know, I I'm not saying stupid, shit. or here's the work that you needed. Mrs. Fat ass. How do you fit through the door with that trunk? Like I don't say those things now. Might I think them? Sure. Absolutely. Tonight. now, and Rocket also knows me to be a pretty blunt person, and you know. And before oh. we went on the air tonight, as soon as I saw Rocket on camera, I went, "That is an amazing tan you have." But that's <laughs> it.
2: But that's, I would, th- yeah.
0: I wouldn't say that was a uh, misogynistic comment. It was just kind yeah. of like, "You have an amazing shade tonight, and I appreciate it." That's all that was. So
1: I look like it. I look like an, a Jersey Shore Oompa Loompa.
0: I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left here. Uh, I think hold on, wait a minute. Jerk hold on. Is, I think I Jerk is on fire. Fuck, yeah, I don't know what the fuck Jerk's doing. Uh, we only have a few minutes left. And when I say that, I mean from 25 minutes ago. Uh, Major League Baseball teams planning to unveil a new ticket policies over the next week or so that lay the groundwork for refunds. Following updated guidance from the league office, the Giants and the Athletics have already announced refunds. Good on them. On August, sorry. oh, Jerk will know what I'm talking about. On April 28th, uh, a fantastic article came out out of Colorado in the Denver Press, I think. By not canceling games, the NHL is hurting ticket holders. That was a great article because... The NA, uh, pretty much every NHL team has been holding on to the money of ticket holders, whether they're season ticket holders or just individual game buyers. Either way, they've been holding on to all this cash. That hurts their fan base, especially in this time when you need the cash. Cough it up, guys. So on May 4th, the Devils seem to be the first team to come out and say, Here are ticket holder refunds and donation options if you want to go that route. But on May 7th, just three days ago, the Sharks announced a plan for season ticket holders and a plan for people like myself who have tickets for games that weren't bought as a season ticket holder. Those plans should be forthcoming, but nice to see a few of the teams, including the Sharks, coming out and saying, Look, we can give you a refund now on whatever platform that you purchased it on, or we can take your money if you're not hurting as much and apply that as a credit to upcoming games. Either way, there is a plan there, so if you are a season ticket holder for the Sharks, contact them if you need a refund. That's all I'm saying. Finally, I'm going to get up on my soapbox and say, Jesus Christ, athletic, can we fucking fire Down Goes Brown until hockey starts again? Like, seriously, we came to the point, like, there was there have been ranking articles, there have been the best hockey player to ever wear this number. What would you do if you had to put a, a, a hockey line together and they all wore the same number? And this last week... <laughs>
1: Best Jesus. hockey player by astrological sign. Oh
0: fuck! He came that close. He came that close. So this one, I know. What's the best <laughs> roster you could make from the modern NHL history while only using players who had never played together? So obviously, whatever. you couldn't play, you couldn't put like Messier with Gretzky. Fine, but Jesus, whatever
1: Christ. that boy is smoking. Needs to be taken away from him immediately. Oh,
0: fuck the Someone needs to just. I I want you, you <laughs> get him rock some rocket. Huh? Yes? No, you rocket. I want you to write that fucking article for Teal Town USA this week. That's like best- No, no, no. I want you to write an article for Teal Town USA that says, you know, tribute to Down Goes Brown. Here is the best hockey lineup you could have ever put together. Hockey team by astrological science. Okay. Because they haven't figured that one out yet. They haven't thought about <laughs> okay. that one
1: yet.
0: I want, okay. I, we got to scoop them I on will
1: that straight one. up. I will straight up. Okay. Like, I got that. Oh, I got Jesus that. Fuck. I f- can actually, I might need a little bit of help, but I can definitely do the research for that.
0: <laughs> oh, t- absolutely. Just go, but again, by astrological sign. And God help you if Gretzky, Lemieux, and like Bobby Orr were not born in the same month. I don't know. What oh you're my gosh! Do. But if they were, Jesus Christ! Oh, the the, the mm-hmm. article is going to write itself.
1: Oh my gosh! <sighs> this is going to be. This is actually. This might be more fun than everybody realizes, but it might be terrible <laughs> too. So we'll see. Fine. That's fine. Now I have something to do other than garden.
0: There you go, and and get tan. <laughs> evidently. Wow, yeah, I think
1: I've I've already gotten tan. I can just get bronze now. There you I go. Come back next week looking like Grace Jones.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. And with that it's time to uh you know uh, wave goodbye everybody. Uh so uh jerk are ha- have you returned? And there yep. you go. All right. Okay. So with that uh I guess we should probably uh throw it to rock there for a hot fucking minute, right? Yeah. Got her got to do her dance. So uh rock it your final thoughts on two weeks I'd, again, where the, hold on, where the hell are we on this lockdown bullshit? Okay, after week 33 and I guess week 9 and like I said earlier, Brody put out a video it's like, you know, after day 58 of, you know, well actually, so the 10th, yeah, so basically we're May 10th, if you remember, I think everything shut the shit down on March 12th so nearly two full months, everything faded complete, if you will. How you been coping?
1: It's uh, I've been you know just doing some gardening. I planted some seeds about a month ago, and they're now, finally you say at that stage gardening, where they're yes, no, no, certainly oh, okay. not in New Jersey. My goodness gracious, no, no. It's uh, let's see what we got here: it's some tomatoes, some cucumbers, some spinach parsley, cilantro, you know, some Damn.
0: stuff. Little little stuff and thing. Little um Oh, what did what did you do to that plate in my house? Something about bacon juice, oil, something.
1: Bacon juice, bacon oil?
0: What did you do to that yes. the seasoning with the bacon?
1: Seasoning with the bacon, like I mean, the, you did the, something the bacon
0: to your- fat? To your to the to the plate when you were staying with me, you had you like every time you cooked anything, it smelled like bacon. Oh. What were you doing?
1: Well, yeah, because that's what I use when you use on cast iron. You, know, you need like butter or something. I there always just go. use a little bit of dab of bacon.
0: All right,
1: grease makes everything <laughs> smell better. Actually, I posted up a a a, a recipe that was chocolate chip cookies that used bacon grease, Jeez, and apparently, get
0: the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Yeah, I want to yes, try this. Is, I want to try this.
1: The results were amazing, apparently. So, okay. Oh, try this. Yeah, so I am putting gardening photos on my Instagram because there's really, honestly, nothing else to do out here but garden. So, oh, yeah. And I, I also, there's uh, the new things for me, since I'm definitely not used to wildlife on the West Coast, or excuse me, on the East Coast. <laughs> is, there's, there's, a, there's like four stray cats in the backyard. Cool, great, whatever. And then there's a fucking groundhog. A woodchuck. A whistle pig, as they're called. It's the same size as a cat or maybe like a beaver, but without a beaver tail. And I, uh, I'm uh, i kind of like, I really want to put a little collar on it, maybe with a little bell, just so I know when it's in the backyard. But you guys, this is if they had these things in California, I think uh, we as a, as a citizenship would be a whole lot different. Yeah.
0: I know. Anyway. Yeah. I throw that.
1: What you what you drinking? Oh, whistle pig, something pig, piggy pig.
0: He's blind. A
1: <laughs> blind pig. Okay. Okay. So my name is Rocket Backhander, and I'm thoroughly boring.
0: I really am.
1: I'm just. I have. <laughs> I, I want to talk about hockey. I have I, lived all with all you.
0: You are not thoroughly boring. You're a fucking ninja. I, not thoroughly thank boring.
1: Thank you. That's true. I am. I am kind of a ninja. I. I. I will. I'll own up to that. So, uh, me and my ninja gardening skills can be found over on Instagram, looking at all the photographs of my ninja gardening skills. That's uh, rocket backhand, one word. Or you can check out my tweeting of weird things and, you know, hockey things and, and like, makeup stuff, you know, because I am kind of a girly girl, kind of. Over on Twitter, it's rbackhander Backhander seventy six, capital R, capital B, little A seventy six.
0: Oh, brother! That's do you it. have any coffee just- carts I can borrow? I don't know. Um, no, she's a fucking ninja, ladies and gentlemen. You have no idea. There's been there was at least one or two times where like I was out on my balcony on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday somewhere there, maybe even a Thursday. Out on my balcony, throwing a dart, having a beer. I'm like, oh, okay, go to bed. I probably just lock the door. It's like 1, one thirty in the morning. I'm starting to park my ass in bed. Almost 2 o'clock, my fucking phone goes off. And it's Rocket saying, dude, door's locked. Can you let me in? I'm like, <coughs> I'm like when did you leave? <laughs> Never I'm even stealthy. saw her fucking bail, man. It was amazing. Yep. All right, so I just
1: jumped out the window. Like I don't use the front door; I just jump out right. the window is a lot faster. Yeah, that's
0: all I'm saying. Uh, yep. So, uh, on behalf of Hockey Jerk, do you have ten dollars I can borrow? No. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you guys in another two weeks again. While we're in the midst of whatever this is. Uh, we are planning to go every two weeks now. The silver lining of this is, if you consider it, especially the way the shark season went, we actually would not have done shows over like the last month or so <laughs> because the shit would be over. So the you know there's been a couple things from here and there that we'd actually been able to talk about, like the signing of the the new K goalie and blah blah blah. So it's at least afforded us that. There's been a couple little things that have come out from here and there. So anyway, uh, I encourage you to visit the website, of course, Teal Town USA. Recently spoken to Mario Ferraro, Jamie Baker, Jonathan Becker, uh, Randy Hahn. It's been a lot of people that we've talked to recently. Uh, Kevin Kurz. I know that Kevin Kurz can be a polarizing figure for some people for some reason evidently there's some people that you know I hate it when Kevin Kurz says anything negative and blah 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 Well, it's what he's fucking paid to do to give an honest assessment as part of being a beat writer go objectively with no bias look at the 20 minutes that I talked with Kurz earlier this week your mind might change a little bit is what I'm saying so go check that out we are hoping to, it's not like the players have any fucking thing better to do than play ps4 right so we're working on getting another and
1: making he's has uh, got so much content though between the the baking recipes and the leg day
0: right he's got lots of other things to do what is it what is it what's his his fucking thing his tie in that i can never cuz he says it so fucking fast what's a good you donkeys in the hood or some shit i i can't even yeah. figure out what he's saying I he, don't says, what
1: know what he says, "What up, all you?" He says, "What up, all you donkeys in the hood?"
0: It's he says it so fast; it sounds like one long word. But anyway, yeah, and then at <laughs> the end
1: he says, "Smell you later."
0: There you go. So check out our interview with Mario. He was so cool. It was so nice to do um, to do that interview, or shouldn't say interview. You know, kind of like a little check-in chat. Go check that out again. I implore you. If you're not a Kevin Kurz fan. Take 20 minutes, listen to our talk from earlier this week. I'm not saying it's going to make you a Kevin Kurz fan, but maybe you won't hate him as much as you do. And to be honest, I don't know why there is a contingent of fans that hate him other than the fact that he's not Pollyanna about everything. So I will leave it there. Uh, With that, we're working on a couple more interviews, and I will leak this to the people that are watching right now. I am... Hoping in process, hopefully sometime this week, we will be talking to a Sharks player. I'm not going to tell you if he's a former Sharks player, a current Sharks player, or a soon-to-be Sharks player. The only thing that I will tell you is that his job is stopping pucks. So that's that's what we're working on right now. And hopefully that comes to fruition. And I already sound like an asshole for saying that if it doesn't come to fruition but just putting it out there that I'm working on it. So with that, thank you so much for watching. This is episode 101 of The Pucknologist. I'm AJ underscore strong on social media. She's our backhander 76 on social media. He is at hockey underscore jerk on social Mm. media when he's not putting out fires. And there you go. So thanks very much for watching. We will catch you all in two weeks. Unless, unless... Something fantastical happens this week, and then we'll see you next week. But I'm just saying. Right? (laughs) Sounds good. All right. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching. Brother, do you have...